Well, hello everyone, and welcome to Play by Play. It's the Jamie Yarrow Podcast, the podcast that you rely on for your daily dose of everything, from business to wellness to parenting to sports, you get it all here. And we don't just talk about it, we give you the play by play, all the nuggets, the how to, we give you the playbook. Today we're going to be talking about our perceptions and how they really do form our reality. Be sure to check out all of our other episodes, our full episodes, and our two-minute drills. If you like what you hear, there's nothing more that we would like than if you were to subscribe and to share our podcast with your friends and family. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, at Podbean. Look, we're on so many players now. now I'm going to stop listing them out, and I'm just going to say we're wherever your favorite podcast player is. And if we happen to not be on the one that you use, let us know, and we'll work to get there. You can always listen to us online at Podbean. You don't even need to have a player. You can listen to us there on your computer or on your mobile device. Now, let's get ready for today's play-by-play. I am Jammin' Jamie, and kickoff is counting down. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening. It's Friday here in the Clawfus. I am live, and it's episode... Number 40. Sun shining today. First time we've had sun in I can't remember when. If you've been listening to the show, you know it's been raining a lot in Alabama. Today's episode is brought to you by Amanda Shaw. She's our favorite Lime Life Independent Beauty Guide. At the heart of Amanda's business is her belief that true beauty is made up of inner confidence and outer radiance. And we love that inner confidence piece. That's what Play by Play is all about, helping you to become a better version of what you do. It's time to invest in yourself and Amanda can help you do that. All of her information uh, is in the show notes for today. Now, speaking of show notes, I had a listener reach out to us and said, I don't know where to find the show notes. And I'm not sure whatever player you're using. It's all a little different on each one. This person was using Apple Podcasts. So you gotta click on the details sometimes or there might be notes or show notes or details or click on that Find a link there that talks about being able to get some more information about that particular episode, and that's where you'll find our show notes. Usually I put a little uh, summary of the episode for the day, plus all of the links or resources that I talk about throughout the podcast, those are also found in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. If you can't find it, shoot us a message and let us know. By the way, we've got a new contact email address for the show. It's called ask at pxppodcast.com. Ask at pxppodcast.com. So if you have questions, comments, feedback, reach out to us. You can email us there. You can always find me on social media and you can find me there as well. Today's episode is about our perceptions and how they really do become our reality, don't they? How we view things, how we understand things is primarily based on our past experiences. Let me give you an example. I'm originally from Wisconsin. Go Packers, go Badgers. And and when I moved here on assignment with the Air Force, it was a big culture shock for me. I'd lived in Wisconsin for 18 years, and uh, I'd never been to the South. And everything that I saw, I looked through the lens of my Wisconsin upbringing. And I grew up in a little town that uh, there was a couple gas stations, there was a grocery store, And then there was a bar on every corner. And when I moved to Alabama, the major difference was 
instead of there being a bar on every corner, there was a church on every corner. And one of the first things that I was asked when I moved here is, which team are you for? To be honest, I didn't even know what that meant. But I soon realized that if you live in Alabama, you either have to be for Auburn or for Alabama. The, 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 the people of Alabama are going to make you claim a team. And for those of you that are outside of Alabama that, that are our listeners, those Auburn and Alabama are two in-state schools and quite possibly have uh, maybe the biggest rivalry in college football. Uh, every year in early November, they meet up to play the Iron Bowl. And now I pull for both teams. I want every team from the state of Alabama to win. But when they're playing each other, I'm definitely an Auburn fan. And I'll tell you that story on another episode. Today we're talking about perceptions. And I want to tell you a story. I was working for a small hospital when I first moved to Alabama. I was moonlighting in a laboratory. And there was another employee that was in the lab. We were working late one night, and I saw her take a piece of white paper or a little white packet out of her purse. She opened it up and she fumbled with it a little bit and I could see her working it in her hands and and then right in front of me she turned this little white packet up to her mouth and she inhaled some white powder that was in the packet and then she drank some drink behind it and I remember thinking to myself what just happened? I mean I'm 20 years old And I just saw a lady do cocaine right in front of me. I couldn't believe what I saw. Or really more accurately, what I thought I saw. I later found out that it was a BC powder or a goodies powder uh, that she was taking for a headache. And yes, you can laugh at me if you want. I laugh about it today, but... That was my perception. I'd never seen cocaine or I'd never seen a BC powder or a goodie powder, whatever it was that she took. So my perception was just based on what my eyes saw and how my brain processed it. It was based on my past experiences and I didn't have experience with either of those. I probably had watched you know, something on television and it framed my perception of what had just happened. And the other day I was reading an article on cbssports.com about Scott Cochran, the former strength coach for the Crimson Tide. And if you follow Alabama sports, you know that Cochran recently left to take a coaching job in Georgia at the University of Georgia. There's been a lot of talk about why he left, and there's been a lot of articles written, and I subscribed to CBS Sports. Somehow I got subscribed to it, and, and every time a new article comes out that's like breaking news, it pops up on my phone. I don't even know how to turn it off, but there's been a lot of articles that have popped up lately about this Scott Cochran uh, you know, issue that has been going on. And so there was an article that was written on CBS Sports, and, and an unknown source in the article was quoted saying this about Cochran. He made up his mind. I'm leaving, I'm done with the strength thing and dealing with Coach Saban. Once you do that, when the old Miss thing didn't happen, when you go back, you find all the problems magnified. And that was written by an unknown source in the article, but it kind of struck me as how true is that in our life and about our perceptions? And, and I've walked down this path, you know, in my life before. You know, unfortunately, if we're not careful, this can happen to all of us. I mean, what, what that unknown source was saying, what that quote said is, 
that Cochran just got tired of it all. He got tired of dealing with Coach Saban, and he was done with the strength thing. And, you know, once he got to that point, all the problems that he saw in the Alabama program or, you know, at the University of Alabama or in his relationship with Coach Saban, all those things, no matter how big they were, all those problems became magnified. And that's a very real issue. And if we're not careful, that can happen to all of us. We get frustrated or we get upset over a certain situation and it begins to cloud the big picture. And just like Cochran, every little thing becomes magnified. It's like you have a little splinter in your finger and it begins to fester and it begins to fester and all of a sudden now it's painful and it's infected and every little thing that that goes on is magnified. You know what I mean? I know you've been through something like this before. There may be some of you that are listening that are going through it right now. And if you were to stop and think, something got you frustrated. Uh, it might have been an employee, maybe a coworker, uh, maybe an employee that works for you. Sometimes it's a boss that gets us frustrated. Sometimes it's a project or an assignment that we've been given. And even though that assignment is temporary, it feels like, you know, our perception is that this is the new norm. We look at our current situation and we we really feel like it's the new norm and this is what it's going to be from now on. And in reality, many times, that's simply not the case. It's just our perception. We get upset and our perception changes everything. And we start to look at everything that goes on in a negative light. Now, as a manager, if you're a manager of people, you got to watch out for this with your employees. I remember one of my colleagues telling me a story one time. He was uh, going through a rough patch in his life, and he had really developed a bad attitude all around in his personal life, his professional life. And, you know, he started to have a bad attitude in the workplace. And his boss brought him in, and he said, look, I I understand what you're going through. Like, I, I get it. You're going through a really hard time, and I feel for you. But what you're going through right now, it's going to be a whole lot harder if you don't have a job. Boom, you know, mic drop. Message received. I got it. And that's true, though. I mean, as a manager, you got to watch out for these things because uh, this is a personality issue that you need to actively address. You know that negativity in the workplace can be like a cancer. There was a guy that worked for me uh, and when I tell you that he had one of the most negative attitudes of anyone that I have ever supervised, I'm telling you, it was bad. Like it was a cancer in the workplace. And his poor you know, outlook, it really stemmed from a long time history and really prior to me being involved in the organization of feeling like he had been overlooked or pushed aside or treated unfairly. And when I came to the, into the picture, his attitude was already sour, which was a challenge whether there was any truth to the history which made him that way, which I suspect there probably was, it created a negative outlook that affected every area of his professional life. And I suspect it probably affected his personal life too. I don't think you can just turn that off when you walk out the door at five o'clock. Unfortunately, due to circumstances that were outside my control, I I was never able to get him past those struggles or to get him to the place where his outlook changed on the situation. 
but I bet he would have been a great loyal team member had he been able to move past those things. He was very passionate about what he did, but that passion had turned into negativity. And, and that's a challenge with people who are really passionate as well. Those superstars you've heard me talk about before, the ones that are like a rocket. You know, they're just, uh, they're, they're energetic and they're lively and they're infectious and their personality uh, can sometimes help to shape culture in an organization. But the problem is that when they develop a negative attitude, boy, because their personality can help to shape culture, their personality can really pull an organization in the wrong direction as well. So you got to be careful with that. You've got to be proactive. You got to you got to be attentive to these things as a manager. And if you see someone, one of your team members who is uh, starting to slide down the slope of a negative attitude or a negative outlook on everything that comes up, you know, no matter what it is, they find something wrong with it. They nitpick about everything that's going on. That needs to be addressed because when they're what what you're not hearing is that they're talking to everybody else in the organization as well. As much negativity as you're hearing, there's 10 times more that's going on behind your back. In the case of this football strength coach, he got his mind made up that he wanted to go somewhere else. You know, there were, there were reports that he wanted an on-field coaching position, and he hadn't gotten that at the at the University of Alabama. And, and, and I read an article that said that, you know, he may have even been told that he he would never get that uh, by Coach Saban. Now, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I'm just going based on what these articles had said. But he was frustrated. You know, his current situation had him in a place where he got frustrated. He was upset. And there was no amount of good that could have happened in the organization that would have changed his perceptions. We have to be conscious of that slope and be deliberate that we're not sliding down it. Now look, there's rough patches that are going to come. You're going to have challenges in the workplace. You're going to have struggles that you're going to go through. But there is nothing good that comes out of developing a bad attitude along the way. And it almost always grows in to something bigger. So where do you find yourself today? Are there isolated issues that have caused you to develop a negative outlook? How's your How's your outlook right now? And, and sometimes, you know, when you hear somebody say something like what I'm saying today, you say, I don't have a negative outlook. Everybody at work is just against me. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it means we have to stop and do a little self-evaluating. You know, it might mean that we have to stop and think about how is my outlook? How excited am I about the things of work? How easily do I overlook the flaws of others? Or how easily do I overlook the missteps of others you know if your boss makes a mistake do you uh, do you do you get upset about it do you poke fun at it or do you understand that hey we're all human and things like that are going to happen and you know how do you approach your work or it doesn't even have to be work we could be talking about any sort of organization but are there isolated issues that have caused you to develop uh, a negative outlook perhaps that negativity is spread to other parts of your work or your personal life. Ask your family or your spouse, has my attitude been different lately? I mean, how do you perceive me? Am I, do you, am I seem to be in a bad mood all the time because I feel like I'm in a bad mood at work? Is that also translated to home? Most often it's our perception that has run wild and we have developed 
an attitude, a bad attitude about something that was small that grew into something big. Now, this is play-by-play, and we want to give you some practical things that you can use to get past a situation like this. The first thing that I would say is to identify that specific thing that's causing you grief. What is it that's got you so bent out of shape? What's got you so upset? And then, you know me, the next thing I'm going to tell you to do is what? Communicate. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out on the table. Hey, request an appointment, request a meeting with whoever it is that that the, the friction is with, and go sit down and talk about it. Meet about it. Work to resolve it. Talk about the elephant in the room. If you want to be in that organization, whether that's work or school or it's on a team of some kind or in a church family, whatever it is, it's probably been allowed to fester. And now you have this, you know, you're harboring this deep-rooted discontent about the issue. And it's time to get it out on the table. It's time to talk about it. It's time to move past this thing if there's moving past. If, there, if you can move it past it, it's time to move past it. I bet if you opened up the line of communications and began the process of working through it, I bet you're going to find resolution. Now, let me throw this caveat out there. If, if you have displayed some negative attitude or maybe you've even acted on those negative feelings, you know, you've been unhappy and you've, you've sowed some kind of discord in your office or your organization. And, and what I mean is you started talking. Like you, you know, you've been talking, uh, you know, there's been chatter going on and you've been talking to this person and this person and you've been sharing your feelings of negativity and discontent. Now, you may have to eat some humble pie and you might have to start the process of restoring yourself into the organization and maybe apologize for the way that you have reacted And you say, well, I was the one that was done wrong. That's your perception of the situation. And maybe you were. But are you willing to eat some humble pie and start the the communication process in order to find resolution? Sometimes it's necessary for us to start the process and apologize and say, I'm sorry. Maybe even if our perception is that we weren't the ones that did something wrong. It gets the ball rolling. And... You know, if you find that those you're trying to work with through the issue, they're just not interested in talking about it. They're not interested in communication. They're not interested in moving past it. They're not interested in in helping you go from a place where you're in discontent and you're unhappy to a place where you're feeling fulfilled and you're working in your space and you're passionate about what you do. Well, then maybe there's your answer too. Maybe it is time that you move on. But the first step is to start the process by communication and see where you go from there. Well, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Play by Play. Be sure to check out all our other episodes and our two-minute drills. You can find all those things on your favorite podcast player by searching PXP, the letters PXP, and then clicking on Play by Play with Jamie Yarrow Podcast. You should find it pretty easily. Thank you for listening, and most of all, I hope that something I said today helps you become a better version of yourself. My name is Jam and Jamie, and I hope you have a wonderful day.